Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Mallet Props and Moxie. This is your host, Tay Flo. On today's episode, I have a guest. Her name is Chelsea Marsh. She is a self-taught metalsmith. She owns a small business jewelry company that she built from the ground up. And today's Mallet Prop in real life is what happens when you decide to start a business and what exactly does that look like? All the ups and downs that you have to go through. I hope that you enjoyed this conversation with Chelsea. I definitely hope you go online to check out her jewelry. So enjoy and happy listening. All right, welcome Chelsea to Malaprops and Moxie. Hey. I'm so glad to have you here. Um, will you please tell our listeners who you are, what you do, and yeah, anything you want to share? Yeah, sure. So my name is Chelsea Marsh, and I am a small business owner. I run Chelsea Lee Jewelry, so I do all handmade jewelry. It's all high-quality stuff. Um, my style is definitely like – I describe my style as – it's every bit as timeless as it is trendsetting. So it's kind of, you know, timeless stuff, but I, I like to keep up with the trends. Um, and Taylor and I have known each other for several years now. We work in the same industry and we've been colleagues. So it's been really fun getting to know her and working together. Yes. And I, y'all can't see it, but I am wearing a pair of Chelsea Lee yes. earrings. Love it. I think I got these from you a year ago when we were about to go to um, Atlanta for a work thing and we were flying together and you were able to deliver them in person to yes. me. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, that was so fun. <laughs> I delivered them at the airport. Yes. Save it on shipping, right? Yes. I love it. Okay. Well, you know, obviously today's Malaprop in real life is like when you decide to start a business and what does that look like? So tell me about the time when you first were like, I choose to make jewelry. And okay. and what was that like for you? So uh, I feel like there's two stories that like sort of collide okay. here. So the first story is that I'm just a creative person and I've always known that I wanted to work for myself one day and start mm. a business. So it took me a really long time to like figure out what that was. And I spent a lot of time painting and, you know, <laughs> doing all the creative things like just sitting on the floor trying to figure out what it was that I could do to start a business creatively. The second story is that I've always loved jewelry, always have my grandmother, my mother, they have a ton of jewelry passed it down to me and I've always worn it, but I never have had my ears pierced. So I was 25 what? before I got my ears pierced. <laughs> yeah. I, w I think I was, I was either 25 or 26 when I got my ears pierced. Interesting. Yeah. And so the story of that is I never was like scared or afraid to do that. I just never did it. And so my boyfriend was like, why don't you have your ears pierced? Like every other girl I know <laughs> has her ears pierced. And so there's this running joke. And I was like, well, if you buy me a pair of diamond earrings, I'll get mm. my ears pierced. Well, he bought me a pair yes. of diamond earrings for Christmas one year. So I went to Claire's <laughs> as a 25-year-old woman. I love that. And got my ears pierced in front of like these little four and five-year-old girls. And they were like, did it hurt? I was Is, like, don't they at Claire's, they have the piercing seat like in the window in the where window. everyone in the mall can see you? Yeah. I was like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I love it. So yeah. So I got my ears pierced and as you can imagine, started to have like an earring obsession. Mm -hmm. Every time I was going to Target, I was buying $5 earrings and buying like five of them. So yeah. spending lots of money just on like cheap earrings. Mm -hmm. And I have really sensitive piercings. And I was like, I'm spending all this money on this 
cheap jewelry. There's nothing wrong with that. I love it. It's all cute stuff. But I was like, what if I started making my own jewelry? And so I literally went to my goals and got some like beads and (laughs) stuff and like sat down on my living room floor and just like started doing it. Oh my gosh. How long ago was that? That was in the spring of 2019. Okay. Yeah. So wow. Yeah. A little over a year and a half ago. Did you feel like having control of what you were making was fulfilling your creative niche, you know, niche? How do you say that word? Niche, niche? I think niche. Okay. (laughs) My bad. Well, like I said, I was actively like trying to find something creative to turn into a business. And so when I decided like, Hey, let me give this jewelry making a shot. It was one to be creative, but two, like maybe this could be the thing that can make me money. Yes. I remember I saw you and you had, you were wearing one of your hoops with like beads wrapped Uh around it. And you're like, I made these. And I was like, what? Yeah. Oh, I love that. Okay. So when you found out that you actually liked making jewelry, like what was the defining moment when you're like, I'm going to monetize this. Like, this is going to be my thing. This is my creative business. And like, you know, how did you come about that? Where did the name come from? All that fun stuff. Yeah. So it all happened pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, It's actually funny because it was in the spring of 2019. I sprained my ankle and (laughs) it was really dumb. I was just walking in a pair of heels and I sprained (laughs) my ankle and that resulted in me being on the couch like all day, every day for Uh, six weeks. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I was sitting around doing and thinking Mm. about. And I'm kind of a person that's like, when I get an idea, I'm like balls to the wall. Like I just go for it. I have to like do everything all at once, all the time. And so, I mean, as soon as I started making it, I was like, this is fun. This is cool. I started following people on Instagram that made jewelry, just realizing like, Hey, this is a real industry. Mm. And I sent some pictures to my mom and my friends naturally. And they were like, oh yeah, that's really cute. And so I just was like, let's do it. Like, I think this is it. It was just kind of one of those things that you, you just know, you know, felt right. Really clicked. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So how did you like know how to like start a business? Like, did someone tell you, oh, you got to get an LLC, you got to build a website or did you learn as you go? Like, what was that process like for you? I was fortunate enough to study that in school. Oh, good. So, uh, yes. Um, I have a four-year degree in marketing and sales, and then I went on to get my MBA. So oh. I learned a lot of that in school, <laughs> but there's a lot that school doesn't teach you. Yeah. Um, a lot of it is just doing your research, asking questions, and just kind of doing it and figuring it out. It was, mm-hmm. And I'm still figuring a lot of stuff out. I yeah. mean, you learn every single day as a business owner. Well, and it's probably changed a little bit since you've been in college, right? Of how companies market themselves now versus right whenever you graduated, right? Right. Yeah. Well, and I feel like the stuff I learned in school was so corporate, mm-hmm. like yep. marketing and sales. And the, even the stuff in, I learned in the MBA was yeah. just like so focused on corporate and not small business. And oh, so yeah. it's been a, a really... It's been good, but it's definitely been a learning process. And <laughs> I've I've been fortunate enough to be able to connect with other small business owners in Charlotte. And we have really great relationships where we just text all the time, like, hey, what did you do about this? Or how do you do that? Or who do you use as your CPA? And yeah, stuff like that. That is so helpful. Yeah. Did you just reach out to them via Instagram or? A lot of connections <laughs> I've made on Instagram. Yeah. And it's so funny. I'm like, social media is so weird, you know, like. <laughs> 
right. how did you meet this person? But it's so cool. Like mm-hmm. there's always going to be trolls and stuff on, yeah. on Instagram and it, you, you know, with everything going on in the political climate, it seems like social media is just like, ugh, mm-hmm. I don't want to be on it. But I've had so many great connections come from social media. Mm-hmm. I'm friends with people that I've literally never met in real yeah. life, like all across the country that are that other small really business cool. owners. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So when you launched, like what was your expectation of Chelsea Lee Jewelry? <laughs> I don't know. I kind <laughs> of just did it. Like, yeah. That is one thing that I tell people all the time. I'm like, Nike, you got it right. Like, just do it mm. for real. Like, I don't know. I just, I, I am confident. And I was like, I know that I can do this if I mm. put my mind to it and it's not going to be perfect. Yeah. So I don't know. I just did it. And I was like, <laughs> it is what it is. I think I made probably like four or five sales yeah. on my launch day. Yeah. But I was so ecstatic to make yeah. that many sales. I think almost having the expectation of, it doesn't matter. I just want to do it Mm -hmm. probably was a blessing for you versus someone who's like, I've got to make X amount of dollars on my launch day or else this is a failure. Right. Right. Like that's a really good perspective to have. Definitely. And especially throughout COVID, I've been really fortunate to still have a full-time job. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I know a lot of small business owners don't have Mm -hmm. that to rely on. So I have a steady paycheck coming in. So I kind of was just like, let's just try it. Yeah. it started out with fun money and yeah. then I was able to build it up to a real business. And that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about like present day, even though 2019 was not that long ago, no. <laughs> but it feels like forever ago. I'm sure. I'm when you look at probably your first like batch of jewelry oh, that gosh. you made, <laughs> I cringe. You can, if you go to my Instagram, you can scroll all the way back to my first post and it <laughs> makes me cringe. I mean, it was cute stuff, but it's nowhere near what I'm doing now. Yeah. I mean, even just as like your friend and a follower, it's so cool to watch the evolution of your skill set, your like the products that you're producing. And I mean, I'll like show my friends your jewelry all the time. I'm, you know, I'll like send them your page and they're like, she makes that. I'm like, yeah, watch this video. And <laughs> she literally shows you what it looks like yeah. from start to finish. So I guess like, being in current day, like literally right now on a, whatever date it is Thursday. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I guess hindsight for yourself as like a entrepreneur, um, things you've learned, things you'll never do again, things you wish you'd done. I don't know anything like that. I know I'm probably putting you on the spot, but. So this sounds kind of boring, but staying on top of like financials mm. is huge. Yeah. And that's whether you want to run a small business or not. Like, sure. you know, that's like any adult ever. <laughs> right. And I'm not so great at that. So maybe I need to take my own advice on that. Um, but that's been really challenging for me because I'm a creative and mm. I'm not necessarily like lists and spreadsheets. Yes. Like that's not my thing. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like, like I said before, just do it. If you want to do something, you're never going to have all the answers Mm -hmm. and you're never going to, it's never going to be the right time. And that goes for starting a business that goes for working out, that goes for, you know, any goals that you have, because I feel like I'm the person that like, I need to have everything figured out before I get it started. But if I hadn't have just started, then I wouldn't be where I am today. And like, I like to work out too. So I think that goes into working out. Like people want to get all the cute gym clothes and, you know, find the perfect gym and like figure (laughs) out what machines you're going to use. They never show up. Right. And then (laughs) you just spend all that time. Like you just have to 
literally just start yeah. and just do it and you learn as you go. I like every time you say that, I see the Nike swoop in my head. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They've got great branding. <laughs> um, okay, that's good. I Are there any like stories that stick out from your time in jewelry making that you're just like, I will never forget this moment, whether it's a positive, negative, funny, sad, whatever? Yeah. So when I first started, I was living with a roommate and she walked in, I guess she was like out, I don't know, having drinks with her friends or whatever. And she came home at like 12 or 1am Yeah, and I was literally sitting on the living room floor. Like I had dabbled with clay jewelry for a little while. (laughs) I tried everything until I've gotten where I am now. Yeah. Um, and I was sitting on the living room floor, like cutting and sanding little pieces of clay beads. And she was like, what are you doing in the middle of the night? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I didn't even realize it was so late in the night, but I was just so like determined to try it and figure it out and stuff. And she always tells me now, she's like, it is so cool that I saw you sitting on our living room floor, like trying calligraphy and trying painting and trying, I think I tried like knitting and all that stuff before I came to jewelry. And she was like, I I just remember walking in all the time and you were just sitting on the living room floor. Yeah. Trying whatever it was. Yep. And it's really cool. I love that. I think for me, because I choose to insert my story, I guess, (laughs) um, when you signed up to take a skill pop class and learn how to make rings. Yes. I forgot about that. Yes. So I side note, I worked part-time for skill pop, which is a startup here in Charlotte. They teach in-person, you know, skills to, from local professionals. It's awesome. Um, they're not in person currently they're, they're virtual, but it's 20 bucks a class sign up. Mm -hmm. Um, but you signed up for the ring making class and I was like, Oh my God, it's so cool. Like the lady who teaches it is so great. And now you are literally making the coolest rings I've ever seen. And I, I mean, just to know that that is where you maybe started in your interest of Mm -hmm. ring making. And now you're like making some bomb ass things. Like, I just think that's so cool. It blows my mind because that was a year ago. Yeah. That was literally a year ago because yeah. when I first, probably the first like seven or eight months, I wasn't soldering or like right. doing, I was doing more like wire wrapping yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, I forgot. I went to that, yeah. um, that skill pop class and it was with, uh, Geoflora jewelry. Yes, Geoflora. Those two girls, they're really great. Check mm-hmm. them out. Um, but yeah, I learned how to make a ring and I was like, all right, I went home and like purchased all the stuff that I needed. That's awesome. Like I said, I, I just go for it. Yes. <laughs> That's so, awesome. Yeah, it's, it's really crazy to think how far I've come. I love it. So, okay, obviously I'm going to tell people where to like find you on Instagram, but until we do that, what do you make and what is your favorite thing to make? I make a little bit of everything, um, but rings are my, always my most popular. People okay. have come to love the rings. Um, I make a lot of little like dainty stacking rings and stuff like that. But my favorite thing to do is the gemstone rings. Okay. And the reason for that is this is another like little life lesson, I guess. Yeah. Um, I tried learning how to make these rings where it's a little bit more complicated than just a regular stacking ring because you have to put a stone in it and set it and make sure it stays and doesn't fall out. And I tried and tried and tried so many times, like Mm. literally months Mm. I tried to learn how to do it. And I just got so frustrated with it, but I kept trying. And I think it was in July of 2020, I released the collection. I was like, all right, it's time to do it. Like, I think I got this skill down. It was my biggest launch ever. Like 
I mean, by three or four times ever. Biggest meaning purchases? Yes, oh, okay. with the number of sales. Wow. And I, I think I made like 125 custom gemstone rings. Dang. Yeah, from just from that launch. And it was just so cool to me because I was like, this is something that was so frustrating that I wanted to give up on. Yeah. And I just kept trying and finally I got it. And now it's one of the things that That's so I sell cool. the most of. Yeah. And I mean, I people, whoever's listening right now, I, I really want y'all to go to her Instagram page and watch the videos because we can say make a ring all day, but right. you literally get like, strips of gold yeah mailed to you <laughs> rings and coils yeah you cut it you solder it you like sand it you whatever like you mold it you mount it like I mean you literally are bringing nothing into something and yeah. I am just like this girl is a badass like <laughs> I'm always so impressed with your ability to like just turn something and nothing into something jewelry making is not a cheap hobby heck no it I think I have well over 10 or fifteen thousand dollars just in equipment right sitting in my studio right in, in my home um but yeah I always tell people everything starts out as either a sheet of metal or a spool of wire yeah and yeah I do a lot of like behind the scenes videos I love people them. love to watch that yes. they're like I don't know why it's just so therapeutic well and two I think for someone who like is physically wearing something they've purchased from you to, to have it on your body, whether it's in your ears, on your neck or like on your fingers, like, and then to see how you brought it from that to the finish is, mm -hmm. I just think that's so cool. Yeah. I love it. I, I wish more people, it's like, um, what's that show? Oh, how it's made. Yeah. Where they're like, these are how honey buns are made. And you're like, <laughs> I've always wanted to know that, Yeah, you know, you do that for uh -huh. your customers, which is cool. Yeah. And I'm self-taught too. I like to call myself a self-taught um, metal smith. So Heck, yes, I've given were... myself that badge. I'm a, I'm a metal smith. Self-taught metal smith. Yeah. I love that. I know it makes me sound badass. You do sound like that. That's so cool. I, gosh, I, I just think about like a skill that I've ever, I mean, one time I taught myself or I took a skill pop class and I learned how to make my own kombucha, but that literally consists of like brewing tea, adding sugar and letting it sit on a counter. So there's no, no but you can get like, you can get specific with that. I mean, there's different recipes. This is stuff. true. You can dabble. Everybody has something. This is true. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, I'm trying to think of what else I want to ask you about just like you, your journey, your business. Um, you do make earrings, you make necklaces, you make rings. You do, you do giveaways sometimes like freebies with purchases. Yep. Mm -hmm. You do pop-up markets. Yes. I love to do pop-up markets. Um, obviously with COVID that kind of got put on hold, but towards the end of 2020, they really started to come back. And I think I have like eight or nine on my calendar for 2021 so far. So those are always a lot of fun if you're in Charlotte. Yeah. Sometimes I drive up to Raleigh and do oh, some nice. up there too. So yeah, those are always fun. I love meeting people. Yeah. That's you know, I love to make jewelry and that's fun, but I also love just getting to connect with my customers yeah. and just talking to people about it. I love that. Okay. So where can people find you on Instagram? And then, well, let's wait for that. Is there anything else that you want to like leave people with talk about or mention as it relates to like you being either a woman, a business owner, um, an entrepreneur, uh, jewelry make, um, excuse me, metalsmith <laughs> or anything like that? Um, I don't know. I mean, I would just say if anybody is 
considering starting something, whether that's a business or not, you know, just be confident in yourself and your ability to do it. Um, and just do it. Just I, know do I, keep, it. I know I keep saying that, <laughs> but really it's so true. You just, yeah. everybody starts somewhere, no matter what it is. Yeah. So yeah, I need that advice in my life. Yeah. I'm I mean, a procrastinator for sure. So am I, I mean, I, I don't always take my own advice, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> I know I always feel like hindsight. I'm like, why didn't I just do that? Why didn't I just start it? Why didn't I just, you know, they always say like when you're about to have a difficult conversation, mm-hmm. if you just start saying the first two words of your sentence, like there's no turning back. You like, you right. have to get it out. Yeah. If I just did that with my actions for random, like, you know, taking clothes to goodwill to donate or whatever, right? I still have a pile in my closet and I'm like, why don't I just do it? Yeah. I need to tell myself about like the laundry and the dishes. (laughs) Just do it. I know. Well, I hopefully we're not alone in that. That's just like life getting in the way of what we'd rather do instead. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, where can we find you on the social media channels? Yes. So I'm, I've got the same handle for everything. It's Chelsea Lee Jewelry. And my name is pretty complicated to spell for some people. I don't, I guess I should have thought about that when doing that, but it's Chelsea, C-H-E-L-S-E-A and Lee is L-E-I-G-H. So Chelsea Lee Jewelry on Instagram, Facebook, um, Pinterest. I'm starting to ramp yeah. up my Pinterest. I love Pinterest. It's so fun. Um, and then my website, ChelseaLeeJewelry.com. Love it. Everyone go out and buy things. I could not support you more and what you're doing. I love sharing your stuff with people. Um, Thank you for having, or thank you for being on my podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm going to do the Malaprop of the day. Okay. I'm excited for this. Hopefully you think it's funny. Okay. So in one of your, actually in a lot of your like time-lapse videos, when you're showing people how you make things, you have this jewelry cleaner thing that you, it's like a, I'm trying to describe it to the listeners. It's a, it's like a clear acrylic container mm-hmm. with a bunch of little metal pieces. And then you throw the jewelry in it and you, you know, you churn it, churn it, churn it. Yes. And every single time the jewelry comes out peachy keen <laughs> and it's so beautiful and shiny. Peachy keen. <laughs> Squeaky clean. Yes. I that was as it. best as I could do. Yeah. <laughs> it was cute. I, I do it. love those though. Like seeing the before and afters of that is one of my favorites. Yes. Yes. You'll definitely have to check out. That was on my Instagram. Oh, and TikTok. I'm on TikTok too. Oh, yeah. I'm on so many places. (laughs) Social media manager, business owner, you name it. I wear a lot of hats. Yeah, girl. All right. Well, thanks so much. You guys go check her out, Chelsea Lee Jewelry, and I will see you guys next time. Thanks. Bye. This episode of Malaprops and Moxie was recorded at the Huga Coworking Podcast Studio. You can find them online at wearehuga.com, and that's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. The music was recorded and produced by Young Citizen. Thanks so much for listening, and don't forget to subscribe and write a review.